The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the second chapter. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. And grace, mercy, and peace from God, our Creator, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Since childhood, meeting new people always made me nervous. Questions would run through my head. Will they like me? Will they think I'm funny? Will I say something embarrassing about myself or even make a fool of myself? Or worst of all, am I gonna annoy somebody? Interrupt them or even inconvenience them? And while I've grown less nervous about that today, it's certainly a skill that I've had to hone over time. And one time when I learned a lot about this skill that I can recall was back in college. Throughout college, I worked a variety of jobs, one of which included writing for the student newspaper. When I got hired to work as a journalist for the paper, I was assigned to the features section, which was my first pick, where I get to write more on human interest topics, using more narrative and creative language in my writing than you'd find in a typical news report. 
And I had all sorts of ideas for the columns that I wanted to create, profiles I wanted to write about different topics and student experiences. The first things first, I faced unfamiliar territory in the newspaper because I had to work my way up. I found myself fully at the beck and call of writing whatever it was that my editors had to assign to me. And I wasn't going to question them. So that first year of writing, you could find articles by me written about an expansion of bike lanes. You could find articles written about different international foods being offered by our dining hall, a student film that was out, or the little known research topics of new professors at my liberal arts school. My very first assignment was actually to write up a piece on a new student luncheon at our school. And in order to write that piece, guess what? I had to go to the luncheon. Who knew? I had to walk in uninvited, go up to total strangers, tell them, hi, I'm a journalist, and ask them questions. This was most certainly outside my comfort zone. I arrived the day of the luncheon to the banquet hall at my college. Its elegant windows overlooked the river, and the dining hall was buzzing with people all dressed fancy, young, new, and prospective students with those nervous jitters that you could see in their eyes, their over-eager parents trying to contain their excitement and their questions, and professors sharing details about all of their new course offerings. All I had to do was go up to someone, introduce myself, and ask them my questions. And I was petrified. So petrified, in fact, that you could have found me pacing outside the banquet hall, waiting for the right moment when I was going to make my entrance. But it was like there was some invisible force field between me and the banquet hall. I just couldn't step over the line and do it. Needing a moment of pause, I found a place to sit and get my bearings. And as I rested, I must have looked visibly panicked because I heard someone softly ask, are you okay? <laughs> I looked up and saw my choir director standing there as he had just come from the banquet hall too. And in a moment of unplanned vulnerability, I looked at this man and simply told him, I am just so nervous to go in there. And he smiled empathetically. And all he said was, you can do it. You're going to do great. It's going to be OK. And for whatever reason, those few words were enough to encourage me that I could do it. And I charged into the banquet hall, found a couple people I could introduce myself to, and I asked them my dang questions. And here's the whole thing. No one bit my head off or threw food at me or anything. They were fine with it. I learned a lot from that one experience. I learned a lot about the importance of going outside my comfort zone. 
Because I know now that if I never wrote that first article assignment, I would have never gotten to then write my own columns in the paper. Those earlier articles I wrote where I went outside of my comfort zone on assignments, wrote about things I didn't really care about, allowed me to learn about good journalistic writing, allowed me to find my voice, and allow me to learn about working on this team collaboratively with other writers. It was a really important moment for me. God doesn't always want us in our comfort zones. Sure, sometimes God needs us to live and grow in the safety of what's familiar, but we can't always be there. Sometimes, Something pushes us outside of our comfort zones before we even know we're beyond its boundaries. And sometimes we just have to choose to step outside and see what's going to happen. Today, as we read the story of the Magi, we hear another tale about people going outside their comfort zone. The Magi crossed religious and national borderlines to embark on a challenging journey. We believe they would have traveled over 900 miles to reach Bethlehem. They undoubtedly came across uncertainties and danger on their journey. And they also had truly no way to be sure, at least through human faculties, if their conviction that the star they were following was truly going to lead them to Christ, the amazing prophet that they longed to meet. Like really, imagine traveling all that way through an arid desert in a caravan of people You'd probably wonder at one point or another in the desert if you were really going to end up anywhere or if you just made that up in your head. And yet, their conviction to go outside their comfort zone, to follow a star, led them to encounter the Messiah. They bowed to Christ, giving generous offerings of their adoration and joy. And as our gospel text emphasizes, when they leave the Christ child, they leave transformed. They leave and left by another road, back onto a new journey, a new path. They were changed in their meeting of Christ, changed by going outside their comfort zone, changed after their journey and about to start a new one. The Magi's journey mirrors our own experiences of stepping outside our comfort zones. Such steps, though daunting, can lead to transformative encounters can lead us even to encounter Christ. We too, <coughs> excuse me, may find ourselves faced with perils unknown, dangers yet undefined. <coughs> so sorry. <clears throat> and yet we trust that along the way, God will be with us through the unknown. 
alongside us as we dare to step outside our comfort zone. Often, when we step out of our comfort zone, we too find God present and evident to us in new forms. Whether that be through Christ, whether that be through a meeting with loved ones, or even a professor's kind words, you can do it. You'll be great. It will be okay. God comes to us and appears in these moments. For we know that our God is a shepherd who tends to the flock. Our God guides us as we take bold risks like the Magi, embarking on their transformative journey, stepping outside our comfort zone, which may mean choosing to speak truth or choosing to speak our needs. Maybe stepping outside our comfort zone for you means advocating for the voiceless or the powerless. Or maybe you've been pushed outside your comfort zone a little unwillingly. Maybe through changes in work or a new relationship or entering a new phase of life. Maybe you're facing a new kind of grief or a new familial role, something new that's a loss or something that's even exciting, which can be scary too. It is our comfort in the gospel today that we know that when we surrender to God's guidance and step outside our comfort zone, we are following our own stars, embracing new journeys to find Christ around us, and God will always be with us through this journey. God will always remain our constant and ever-present source of care when worldly comforts run dry. In fact, God cares for us so much that God sent God's own self to our front doors, to our own world, to our own comfort zones and beyond the comfort zones to care for us in this world when our creature comforts are running dry. God is with us, with the Magi, with all people, the refugee, the child, the single mother, the incarcerated. God is with the children in Gaza and in Ukraine. God is with the addict and the unhoused. God is with us all lighting stars for us that will guide the way towards the Messiah, that will give us hope and move us on a transformative journey together. Amen.